Our biggest sponsor for this event, for the Progressions Conference, who's helping me fund this event, was because I showed up. I was persistent, I didn't quit, and had I quit, I wouldn't have had these relationships. I keep on going. Do not quit. I want to change lives, I want to show people how to progress in their money, I want to show people how to progress in their mindset. I want to show people how to progress in their brand so that way they can take care of their family, take care of their finances, and experience freedom. Or I hit 25 doors and one person can shot. Whatever the number is, I just keep going. Keep going. So I'll give you the example that I have with the Keller Williams, that one that I did, did do the presentation with. So with Keller Williams, I walk into the building, so with Kelly Williams, I walk into the building and I said, hey, my name is Andy Ade. I'm hosting a conference. I think it would definitely be beneficial for the realtors to attend. And I talked to the broker and she, the woman's like, he doesn't take walk-ins. Do you have an appointment? I said, no, I don't have an appointment. I just, I, I just walked in. Oh, I'll take the business card. I said, well, is, is he here? I, I, I live pretty far, like 40 minutes away. Yeah, he doesn't take uh, walk-ins. doesn't take walk-ins. I said, okay, thank you. And I walked out. And outside of the room, outside of the, the, the building, I called him. Doesn't pick up. I leave him a voicemail. Am I gonna go home? Let me shoot him a text. Shoot him a text. Doesn't reply. So I go to the different doors in the, in the area and call him again. Doesn't pick up. Give another voicemail. All right, I get I get the hint. I have other business to take care of. I leave. The next day, call Doesn't pick up. I'm gonna have to walk into the building. Walk back into the building. Drove 40 minutes from my house. Walk back into the building. So look, I'm here to see I'm here to see Paul. Look at the business card. I said I'm here to see Paul. Listen, man, it doesn't take walk-ins. I said, how do I set an appointment then? And she says, you got call him. So I've been calling and he doesn't pick up the phone. And she's like, I said, is he here? And she's like, yeah, he's here, but he, we can't allow you to go in. So here's what I did not do. I did not go to the, just go to the back and just walk in, which I have done before. <laughs> Believe it or not, I haven't. I can tell you a story that, I, that I've done that and won. But I said, okay, no problem. Thank you so much. I left. I called him back the next day. He picks up the phone. He's like, hello? I said, hey, Paul, Andy on a date here, man. How are you? He says, I got your text messages. What can I help you with? So I understand that this type of personality is the type of person that is like really just like, give the point. Don't, don't do this, hey, how are you stuff. I know it's not genuine, just get the point. But I said, listen, I got a one-day conference. It's going to help your, your salespeople. It's going to help your realtors sell an extra two houses this year. What? I got something for you. Let's meet. Uh, tell me about yourself. 22 years old, moved from Rhode Island to Los Angeles. I put on events. I just started this, this in this industry, and I want to build a business here. I started working with Les Brown, and that's how I got in. He says, okay, okay. You know what? Let's meet. Let's meet. So we meet up. He brings me to the office. We have a sit-down. At the sit-down, this dude is grilling me. So tell me, what are you doing? I, I grilled him back. I said, let me tell you. And I told him just like that. I said, this is why I'm here. That's the event. I know it's going to help you people. 
and he had to look at me this much and I. He said, okay, let's do it. I'll tell you, here's one word, here's one word speaking, and here's, here's one you're speaking, and he gave me the shot. Persistence, I just kept on going, I just kept on going. I went to go speak, then he, he asked me, hey, can you come back? I want you to be our monthly motivational speaker. Come here to our meeting every month. I said, okay. So I spoke there a few times. The second time that I spoke there, so he called me, he said, Andy, I want you to come back. The second time that I spoke there, I was networking in the room. I met a client. I met, I met an individual. And I said, what do you do? They said, oh, we do security systems. We actually have an office on the street. I said, oh, that's interesting. I would love to meet, I would love to see your office. The opportunity is where? In the show. In the show. The opportunity is in the show. So I said, hey, I love to see your office. I go to the office, I drive to the office. My intention is not to sell them any product. I just go to the office. The person that's giving me a tour of the office says, oh, that's the CEO right there. And he seems nervous to see the CEO. I said, can I go meet him? And he's like, uh, come on, man, let's go meet him. So I go to the CEO. And he said, hey, sir, this is Andy. We were just at Keller Williams. You know, did a, did a presentation over there. He just wanted to say hi. I shook his hand and we talked a little bit. You know, like any other CEO, he just got into his Mercedes or Lamborghini, whatever he, whatever the nice car he had, got into it and drove off. I said, well, the opportunities in Seoul, I definitely believe that. So I said to him, I said, hey, question for you. How many salespeople do you guys have in here? He says, we have... This many, about 200. I said, who I talked to to propose a sponsorship to about this event that I have going on? He said, oh, you would talk to the vice president. So I said, can you set up, a, can you set up a, an appointment for me to meet the vice president? He says, yeah. We set up the appointment. Long story short, I'm shorting this. Long story short, I go meet the vice president and the vice president says, you know what, Andy? I'm gonna sponsor your event. So right there, there, cuts me a check, boom, cuts me. Opportunities where? In the show. In the show. Next, a few months later, I got the progression conference coming up. I said, hey, I got this event. Do you want to be a part of it? Let's meet. Let's talk. We meet. We talk. Cuts me an even bigger check. I'm in Vegas. With the, I'm in Vegas at 10 X Con. I walk into, the, walk into the venue to my right. I see the CEO that I met in the Mercedes at, at that day. I walk up to him. He knows all about me before I even knew him. He knows, he knows all about me and we start chatting it up. And we're developing a strong relationship. The opportunities where? Sure. Sure. My biggest sponsor for this event, for the Progression Conference, who's helping me fund this event, was because I showed up. I was persistent. I didn't quit. And had I quit, I wouldn't have had this relationship. Okay. I keep on going. Do not. So when you're out there, you're selling yourself as a speaker. You're talking to event organizers, Danielle. You're talking to customers, Brent. Do not quit. They'll see your persistence and they'll say, hmm, this guy must have something so good that he's not willing to give up. The opportunity is in the show up. When you're showing up, greet your prospect, your client, your customer. The next step in the process is to qualify them. See what it is that they have, that they need from you. Where can you offer them a solution? So you're asking them questions. You're figuring this out for them. So 
if I'm, a, I'm an event producer, I produce events. I have the capital to pay speakers if I want to. I have the capital to produce the whole entire conference and so on and so forth. And I'm the decision maker who puts, who decides who goes on stage and who does it. I've denied stage time to many people. I had many people contact me to be on stage. It's like a long list. Now we're putting it into Excel spreadsheet now. Many people. So you have to present and offer a solution that alleviates pain. Write that down. Write that down. Alleviate pain. No, 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 no. Yeah, peace for that. So, in the qualifying process, you're finally a place where you can alleviate pain for the person. So, if I'm an event producer and a speaker's talking to me, sometimes they focus so much on the event that they forget that, hey, I'm the one that tells you if you could go or not. What do you got for, for me? At the end of the day, I'm, if, you're buying, if I'm buying from you, what do you got for me? Where are you going to alleviate my pain? We alleviate pain as salespeople. We are alleviating pain. So, hey, my stomach was hurting. Stomach was really hurting. So I go to Subway and get a sandwich. I buy from them because I'm alleviating the pain. And it's painful to walk six miles a day, right? So you buy a car. It's painful to be broke and not be able to sell products, right? So you buy Jeffrey Gittimer's. So he sells Jeffrey Gittimer's products, who's a sales trainer. So they buy your product. So hit, up, hit them, find their pain point, and then present a solution. That's the P, present. Present a solution. Hey, this is what I got for you. I understand that you're, you're an event producer. Where can I help you at? Find out where you can help the event producer, the organizer. Sometimes it's like with, for example, with the copy machine store that I, that, I, that I was speaking about earlier. Where was his pain at? His people weren't making moves. His people weren't, weren't making that, that change after telling them time and time and time over again. So I showed him the problem. Hey, brother, the problem is that they, they look at you as a hum. It's not your fault. It's just the way that a human brain works. It's just the way that it works. So I'm going to alleviate your pain by becoming a third person that tells them the same thing that you're doing. The likelihood that they'll resonate with a new voice is very high. Why don't you give me a shot? Worst case scenario, I do ha half of the people make change. Give me a shot. So I presented a solution. As soon as he says, okay, let's do it, that's the close. Now there's a whole bunch of different types of closes. We're not going to get it. This is not sales training here. There's a whole bunch of different types of clothes. If you if you want to learn how to close, talk to Brent. If you're looking for those type of products of how to sell, talk to Brent. But then you close them on your solution. Get them to buy your solution. So if you're the speaker, get them to buy who? You, you, the speaker. I'm gonna bring the file. This is why you want me here. So ATT, this is why you want me here. Metro PCF, whatever. This is why you want this company, this is why you want me here. Now, who here, if they're speaking, would use a PowerPoint? Use a PowerPoint? Use a PowerPoint? Yeah. On your PowerPoint, is it words or images? Both. 
Yeah. Any PowerPoint the ones? Any of y'all use PowerPoint? Yeah, minimally. Minimally what? I use PowerPoint. Minimally. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So studies show that people don't even read the words on your PowerPoint. If you're aware of that, why put it on? We want the image, we want them to remember an image. Someone's like remembering the story. People nowadays, hey, they don't want to read. I just, in my, in my book, there's so many messed up. Have you read my book? Have you read the whole thing? But I read the Have you read the whole thing? Sure. Anyone here have my book? You read the whole thing? Yeah. Many people uh -huh. don't. Many, many people don't. Many people don't read the book. You're an author? Yeah. I gave you the book two months ago. What do you think about it? Oh, you know, man. Oh, you know. There's so many mess ups in my book. You'll see it and you might say, oh, that doesn't make sense. Or, or that's a run on sentence. Or so on and so forth. So many mess ups in my book. However, it's the front cover that captures people. What happened at Tennis Con? Come up here, uh, Ben, and tell a story. I want people to see it. What happened at Tennis Con? The guy walks in, sits down next to you, and what happens? Which, which guy? The pop hat guy. Guy walks in, sits down right next to you, and says, Looks at the book I gave you. Oh, right, yeah, the gentleman I introduced you to. So, 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 so Yeah, so earlier in the day, I had done the exact same thing that this gentleman did, and um, I walked over, and uh, I had seen uh, one of Andy's books displayed, like he always does, just, you know, so up displayed like this, right, and then there were a couple, couple three of them just strewn about. And I, I walked up and I said, huh, somebody's obviously selling their book, right? And so I grab it and I kind of thumb through it a little bit. You know how sometimes you read the back and you read the inside cover and this kind of thing. Like, huh? Obviously, somebody's selling this. I'm gonna see if I can see if I can run into this this cat. And uh, I went back, sat sat back down. And then there's this gentleman that does podcast stuff. And he goes, so we're chatting. And much like you and I are, I'm like, hey, what do you do? And you're pretty cool. We should definitely connect. And he goes, hey, by the way, he, gra okay. he grabs my forearm and says, hey, do you know who's got the who the author is? Which which author are you talking about? The guy's got the book over there. I gotta run into him. And I think we had just chatted. Yeah. We had walked through the hallways and connected a little bit, and I got a signed copy of the book because only way to fly. And I said, you know what? It's it's Andy Ade. He's here somewhere. As soon as I see him, I'll introduce you. Sure enough, like three, four minutes later, you walked in and I grabbed the guy and I said, Look, that's Andy. Let's go grab him right now before he gets swamped. We walked over and I introduced you and I walked away, sat down, and kept in touch with People, people are visual, many people are just visual learners. When I sell a product, I typically give people a visual aid. Typically, not always, but I typically give people a visual aid. So why are we using the PowerPoints that we do not, that we do not use words is people are gonna forget the words, but they remember the image. Forget the words, remember the image. What's up? So uh, the gal that I just hired as an operations manager came from ClickFunnels and she she ran through all of our PowerPoint presentations for sales process, organization, events, planning, speaking, whatever we do. And she said the exact same thing. She said, look, I'm going to do something for you. And I gave her full permission. She runs through everything. She took my my all the word choice, stuff like this, and just trashed it. She grabbed... Um, Evoking words is yeah. what she calls them. Yeah. So we've got images, we've got little clips, gifs, videos, etc. And she'll grab those 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 emotion driven word choices 
that pull out the point mm -hmm. that I'm making in that slide section. When people write copy, I don't know if she writes copy. She does. Well, she does. But when people write copy for an email, which is the body of the text in a, in a, in a website or in a, in a book or whatever it is, where people write copy online, they, are, they do very well at their job because they use words that bring out the emotion, like you said, but allow you to see the vision. Same thing to what we do as storytellers. Copywriters are able to do it online. However, when we're talking about a PowerPoint, they're seeing the image and they're hearing you speak. So they're going to reference the Every time they see that image, they're going to remember what you were saying during that time. If you said it effectively. Now, describing. Let's talk about being descriptive. Remember the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? The numbers in the middle are being more and more descriptive. When we're storytelling, Depending on the time that's allotted, we want to be very descriptive. See, if I told you, hey, walk into the walk into your kitchen, open up the fridge, grab your lemon, you might not got a lot of your mouth. But when I described it, I went into detail. I went into so much detail that I said, later, that slice down, cut it in half with your left hand, pick it up, put it in your mouth, spit the seed out. And I made the noise. I was so descriptive. Your brain was able to put every single connection together. Every single connection together. Who here feels comfortable to tell their story in, in, less than, in about three minutes? So, okay, Eric? Full story? Or could be anything. Your story. I want your story. Okay. Yeah, we have three minutes. All right. Hello, everyone. I am Eric Quinteros. I am from Guatemala, born and raised over there. I came to the U.S. about five years ago. Before coming, I was very excited to be here. You know, the US line of opportunity. Little did I know that when I came here, my life was gonna just start. So many challenges were gonna come up to me that I just didn't know about it. As an immigrant, my mentality was filled with limiting beliefs which I saw reflecting in every single thing that I will do throughout my daily life since I arrived. I was being comfortable. I was thinking small, I was playing small. In fact, I was holding back in everything. I came here, I thought, I knew it all. I thought that I was able to effectively communicate with people, but then I realized I knew nothing. And right there is where my life journey began. Two months after arriving to the country, I got my first job. It was a kitchen. Guess who learned how to cook? I learned I got a raise seven months later. Thanks to connecting with people, I got my second job. 
I lasted about three and a half years right there. I put myself out of my comfort zone. I challenged my limiting beliefs by becoming a bus boy. Guess who had to speak to people in English? I did. So, during my journey right there, I realized that even though there's always going to be limiting beliefs right here and here, if I put myself out there and take action, that's going to be totally pointless. Just to think that I cannot because I do can. Moving forward, I went through a whole transformational journey that took me from here all the way here. Confidence, self-worth, communication with people, effectiveness, even being assertive. I quit my job, finally took the leap of faith, and decided to become an entrepreneur. So far, I have a business with my dad. We buy and sell cars. I am developing myself as a life coach. I am learning the skills in how to become a proper motivational speaker. And I realized that there's no limit in beliefs. Thank you. Perfect. Right. Yeah.